You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 71, Autumn Feng Shui Transitions. Welcome to the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you've been listening to us for a while or you're a newbie, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this earlier episode. Hey, Angie. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm good. How are you? It's good to be back. It's good to be back. It feels very much like post, you know, this, I think this is a good subject for the energy right now that we're feeling. So summer is well over September. We're right into it. And for those of us with kids, I feel like this is the time of year when you can actually start to get beep done because maybe it's different with other people, but it seems to take me like three weeks until I can start to get on top of things. But what I thought we could talk about today is this idea that this time of year has a very particular type of energy. And as we've talked about before, and I'm sure you've talked about in many of the podcasts with feng shui, seasons have different types of energy. And for the autumn and fall, it's the energy of metal, which is why we're talking about metal. That doesn't make much sense unless you think of it in terms of feng shui and the five elements and energy. So I thought we could talk today a little bit about what that is and then maybe some things that you do to really align yourself with that energy. What do you think? Sounds good. Because I mean, in New York, we always joke about it's like the second New Year's after Labor Day because everything gets so ramped up. For what? Because everyone's excited about fall? Everyone's excited about fall, but everyone wakes up from the sleepy summer. Everyone starts working. The phone starts ringing. Everyone wants things done. It just suddenly it's like everyone just woke up. Yeah. I feel like I kind of really did take the summer off. I think this is probably one of the first times, um, you know, with family and just spent the time. and, And then, you know, there's a little bit of like, you should be working, but there, but then when you know that when this time comes around, just as you said, everybody's kind of getting back into it. So I want to ask you, Andy, when I say, and I know you know the answer to this, so that's why I'm asking you, the energy of metal, what does that mean for those that don't know? So Laura's, Laura's making, made a joke because my primary element is metal. So metal is about metal and the fall and autumn is actually a time for getting stuff done, getting things done, being efficient, really starting to see the completion of things. So actually, if you, if you guys are familiar with the feng shui Bagua map, the completion area that's related to children, it's usually like a white square and it's related to the autumn also. It's related to joy. So the metal element really taps into these sorts of energies. I guess it's a faster pace, things speed up. And if we look at the agricultural cycle, this is a time when people begin to harvest. So they're starting to see the fruition, the fruits of their labor, and they start to see things coming together. And it's a time for a collection, for harvesting, and for seeing things coming to an end. So when that is the energy, we all kind of feel like, okay, we're going to start to 
gather our little nuts together and all of our stuff and start to think about maybe even things like changing our diet, getting prepared, obviously changing our outfits, you know, sweater weather, that kind of stuff. It's this whole movement that also aligns with the energies that we don't really, some people don't really think about or know, but it's there. And that's why we move in these cycles. So what I was going to do is I was going to talk about ways that I really take advantage of this energy. And sometimes it's intentional and sometimes it's just cyclical and it's the things you need to do because that's life. And then other parts, it's just things that you just gravitate to naturally. So it's, and you can't even help it because that's just what the energy is making you do. So for me, this energy is, again, as you said, it's coming together. It's becoming way more productive. I find that I get stuff done because A, I'm more focused. I need to get it done. Everyone's sort of in that vein, but it's a collective kind of energy. I get more organized. I find that summer is so chaotic. It's so high and heat and hot and go, go, go that I find it, things just start to quiet down and just sort of settle and become clearer and more focused. So I thought I would share three things that I'm seeing. Well, two things that I definitely do, and for me anyway, and what I find, and a few things that I do. And then also I thought we could talk a little bit, not get into it too much, about we're moving into a different energy that's shifting because the end of the year is coming. And what does that mean? If you wanted to talk mm -hmm. about that. Yeah, because people don't think about it, but metal element and autumn also relates to death and it ties back into completion. And so you see the trees, the leaves falling off the trees, they're starting to go into more of a hibernation mode and things begin to fall away. So similarly, we're transitioning from this year of the earth pig into the next year, which is the rat, the year of the mm -hmm. rat, which is Laura's year. Yeah, metal rat. Yeah, so you can start to really feel that as well. The energy is shifting as you get into a whole other year of energy as well. Okay, so I'm going to start, I'm going to put you on the spot, Angie. I'm going to share mine, but I'm going to put you on the spot. So when this year, this time of year comes along, what are a couple of things that you find that you do? It could be intentionally feng shui for sure, because that's obviously why we're here. But also what are things that you find that you do cyclic, like just you just gravitate to and do? What I do is because I am metal, pretty metal dominant and what your personal elements are or what's dominant for you at the time or what you tend towards affects like what kind of feng shui you implement as well as how you relate to the season. So for me, since I'm metal and fall is the season of metal, it's actually my metalness gets exacerbated <laughs> because I'm a metal person moving into metal season. So I always implement a feng shui adjustment. That's one that's not known that much, but it's called adjusting the chi of metal with a non-metal ring. And I actually sell the non-metal rings on my website at holisticspaces.com. But it's a good adjustment when you have an overabundance of metal. If you have a lot of metal and you're moving into a metal season, and what it does is it can start to temper that excess metal because with the way the five elements work is you really want to kind of balance and it's a constant dance between the five different elements. You don't want them to be static, but you want them to be moving and in proportion. And, and sometimes it is advantageous to have something really out of balance, but 
in the fall, I tend to see myself speeding up because it's already a speedy time. And then I start to get speedier. So using any kind of metal adjustment. So I have that non-metal ring and that's a transcendental adjustment in BTP feng shui that not many people know. And it's really something that you need to be transmitted through a consultant. But let's think of something that the listeners can implement. So if you have an overabundance of metal, a way to balance that is to add the element that controls or depletes metal. So that would be, we can add fire, fire, fire melts metal mm-hmm. and also water, right? Yeah. Well, metal kind of metal creates it. So by creating it, yeah, it tires, it gets tired. And also wood too, because wood, like we always make the joke that the way that wood overcomes metal is that um, you can visualize like an ax cutting a tree. And after time that ax becomes dull. And then while the trees, the limbs, of the tree keep growing back. Exactly. So, you know, you always have to prune your plants but you have to also trip and they keep going back, but you have to constantly um, sharpen your tools as well. So adding water or fire, basically everything, but don't add more metal and don't add more, don't add more metal and don't add more earth. Yeah. So that, that would be helpful. Yeah. And sometimes you want to think about it. Like maybe fire is just not really resonating with you because it's, you know, you've just come out of summer and I don't want, I mean, I'm a water person, so I would naturally uh, see for me, I find the energy. It's interesting. I find the summer is great, but I just find I am always go, go, go. Maybe it's just when you have a kid and then you have, and then we always have, and I live in a place where people are always coming to visit and it's like a vacation spot where I live in. So it's super intense. The energy here is crazy and there's filled with tourists and then come the fall, everything just sort of quiets down. So for me, it's actually the opposite. I get quieter and I, I don't have, I have some metal. I mean, I've got metal in me obviously, but I'm sort of a watery earth person. So maybe it's just, it's a pretty balanced time for me, I find. But what I like to do, because I'm a water person again, and sometimes water people might be a little bit disorganized uh, and a little bit sort of floaty and flowy. I spend like a day just cleaning my office. And actually I sometimes do a redesign, like not a redesign, but I do a rejig. And I think part of it is the energy of, you know, this kind of back to school energy that we all feel, even if we're not going back to school. And I just, it's almost like a, a, like a mini reset. So I will clean my office get everything organized because I'm, again, I'm starting to work more. Things are picking up. I mean, Angie and I are starting to teach our courses. Like for us, it's actually literally back to school because our new session is starting. And oh, yeah. so we should, we should plug the course really. Yeah. yeah it's going to be starting in like this week, the new session is starting. We're getting into it. And so for me, I clean my office and I also maybe even shift my position of my desk. So one thing that I t- sometimes do because again, this becomes quieter and I want to be really focused and clear is I turn my, I'm already in the command position, right? So I can already see my door of my office, but what I'll do is I'll actually turn my desk on an angle. And what that does is it actually makes the energy even more, it gives it more, gets it more dynamic, you know, more stuff's Mm -hmm. happening and you kind of feel it out. I can handle it. Sometimes that can be really intense for people. It gets to be a bit much, but that's one thing I do. And then once I, you know, I've got that focused, I'm on, we're doing that for me, it's a time, it's a real time of creativity for me and focus and literally the creative, like painting and art and stuff. So I do, I'll set up my studio. I don't paint very much at all in the summer at all, because I I just don't have time. I find that fall moving into the winter months is really when I start to paint a lot. And I think that also has to do 
a lot with the energy, just, you know, being able to have that clear vision, that clarity and being able to be creative that way. It, it just, it really triggers. I try to paint in the summertime. I just, I can't, but it's when it moves into the fall, boom. It's awesome. Mm. Yeah. You know, actually that makes me think for me in terms of practical ways to bring in more elements that kind of deplete the metal rather than increase it. Going back to the wood element is actually being in nature more often. So one is maybe working on my plants, my house plants, just moving them around, moving them around in new places. Like I recently created this new little vignette behind my desk of plants and just moving them from different areas of the home to different to a new area and also literally going out into nature more. So I, I always go to, I fly to France every year and I go to the French countryside and I do my flower practice there. And that's literally in the French countryside and we're, you know, we're cutting from the land and also going to upstate New York where there's also a lot of greenery and being in the forest. And those those are ways to kind of slow down and to nourish yourself when you have an excess of metal. And then, of course, like Laura was talking about, when when you want to ride the metal wave of the autumn. So why don't we talk a little bit about, so I think we've given a few things, you know, in the office, you know, look at where your desk is, uh, you know, colors that you can, or elements that you can bring in and different things that you can do knowing your own energy and getting a sense. And I think that's one thing that one of the takeaways we want to give people is how do you feel to really sit with it? This is actually a good time because I think you've had enough time till, you know, after the summer and you're moving into, we're moving into October and really it's starting to ship. Have some time to sit and really feel what's going on and how you, what this energy feels like to you. It could be, um, you could really love it. I mean, most people love fall. I mean, I, I have, if you're, if you are in a place right now where you have all four seasons fall, I got to tell you, most people just love fall. So what I thought we could do before we end is we could talk, what does it mean without getting into too much? Cause we're going to end up talking about this again. What is the metal rat energy? Do we want to talk a little bit about it? Not, yeah. not but let's talk about it a little bit. Like really. No, that's so good. Cause I was, I wanted to touch on that too. Just kind of like remind people that if you've been having a challenging year this year, that this is a time when we're what, well, one, it was like, what is the rat year going to bring? But two, like, how can you see that we're transitioning away from this figure? Yeah. And so we'll totally. do it quickly. Cause it'll be a little teaser because we're going to obviously talk about it in much more detail when we get closer to the actual Chinese New Year and the Lunar New Year. So as Angie mentioned, I am a rat and it is going to be, so after the pig year is the rat. It is in a way the first of the 12 animals. So it's like the cycle starting again. And uh, rats are water. Uh, they're very, they're, they're generally a water element, although this is gonna be a metal year. So a year will have an element uh, and an animal, but as a rat, if you're just looking at the rat itself, it's generally a water, it is a water animal, and it's actually one of the only ones that's sort of all one element. It is very watery, so it's uh, winter, it's, um, you know, there's a quietness to it, but having said that, rats, are very resourceful. They're very clever. Especially they, New York rats. New York rats, pizza rats. <laughs> yeah. They are creative and they can be, you know, they're, they're really good at seeing opportunities and really making the most of those opportunities. So I like to think of that, if you kind of take that general sense and see that for that year coming up, I think people can see that that's a year 
of being resourceful, being clever, and taking advantage of opportunities that are going to come your way. There's going to be lots of other stuff we're going to talk about, but that's just the rat. But then if you layer on the metal of next year, Angie, what does that mean? We talked about it a bit, but. Uh, well, what does it mean? I don't know. Well, like just the, the fact that all the things we already know, oh. right? So it's oh, cool. right. We're, well, we're going to have more clever productivity next year right, or the yeah. potential. The yeah. potential for that because it's that same thing about metal element that where it's about efficiency but it's also about beauty and it's also about like metal elements also connected to the mouth mm -hmm. so it's connected to talking also creative projects and like completing things so there's a lot of potential to complete things next year i also wanted to touch a little bit on like each uh not each animal but most of the animals like for instance so next year's a rat Year. So dragons, snakes, and monkeys and oxen are in the best relationship with the rat. So they'll actually, the, you know, so if you're a dragon, snake, monkey, or ox, if you've been having a challenging year, it, the energy is starting to shift now. So you'll be able to see some more help coming your way. Um, let's see. Tiger, tiger is a good, is good with the, was good with the pig. But I think it's pretty neutral with the rat, right, Laura? Uh, the tiger, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. the rabbit? It's horse. Yeah. Horses, uh, not not great for horses. Yeah. Well, it's the most going to be the, it's going to be a challenging year. So if you're a yeah. horse and you see that things are becoming more challenging as now that tr things are transitioning, know that it has to do a little bit with this challenging opposing year coming your way. Now, you know, Laura loves horses and yeah. so you, rats can still horses. get along with horses. Along with horses. And I think one thing, you know, Angie and I have always practiced is yes, we give you guys this information about this and it's, and it's not the end all and the be all. This is a, this is a very small part of all of the other things you, that shift the energy in your life and that you can change and do. And so, you know, when we say that it's going to be a quote unquote challenging year for a horse, it really, you know, it's, there are things that you can do to make it easier and softer and frankly, just being aware and sometimes challenging years, you can have the most productivity for it. And don't forget that you're in a metal, forget about the rat for a second, you're in the metal year still. And then that can really, you know, you can really use that to your advantage to completing things, to getting organized, to doing all these things, to planning, to doing all these things that maybe you just didn't manage to do before. Yes, absolutely. So we have a lot of changes coming and actually Laura and I are really excited for a lot of the upcoming podcasts. Like we have some upcoming podcasts that are very seasonal. The next podcast will be about wonder walking with my friend Amy Wan, but we have like a Halloween podcast and a holiday podcast and a Thanksgiving podcast and winter solstice and the new year's and Chinese new year and the nine star key and Valentine's day. I mean, it's, and then the spring it's, it's definitely getting faster and yeah, things are picking super up productive. See, we yes. get stuff done. We're getting stuff done. Well, we hope that, um, well, actually let's summarize. So, we talked about the energy of fall, which I think we're all feeling now. And I think a lot of us are starting to really focus on what's coming next. So Angie and I gave a couple of ideas that you can do to take advantage of it from a feng shui perspective. I think um, use the energy of the fall, which is metal. So get organized, you know, clean your office, change the position of your desk, move your plants, 
um, you know, try changing the decor. Like I sometimes change my rug color. I have two different rugs. I change them depending on if I just feeling I need it. Um, and then we also talked about the energy that's coming up this year. So, you know, we gave you some takeaways you can play around with. And then we kind of gave you some teasers about what's coming up for next year for the rat, which we're going to talk about again. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. For in sure. A couple, in a few months. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thanks. It was fun. We'll be back in a little bit. And Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others. Subscribe and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.